Welcome. After your second long and short break of the year, John is opening a bag of soup. Yeah, your boy is not feeling that good, but he's here. Uh, we're back. We've had some health issues. Some. I mean, the thing is, we didn't even miss the week. I mean, we, we we're still it. here. We're, no, we we're, we're, we're late. We're, yeah. we're definitely late. Um, when you hear this, it will be the next week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, this is for week, what, 14? Yeah. You know, it's Friday. I'm, I'm not going to pretend. This is the latest in a week we've ever done an episode. There, um, listen, we had finals and health. <laughs> finals and health, health and finals, as it generally is. So they both went to they both went down the toilet, didn't they? They both went to hell. Yeah. So uh that's good though. We can record again on Monday, though. Like that's Woo! the beauty of this. We can catch back up. Um uh the Raiders lost. I am uh beside myself. Football. Oh, yeah, and also <laughs> also, so for those that watch this show i do not have my phone actually so i don't even know how i'm keeping time oh it's uh, fine. i'm probably not going to <laughs> um we'll let zoom's gonna do that for us um the um y'all are probably wondering why another episode isn't out yet m team do you want and help yeah went this, down the toilet <laughs> I, 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 anybody that listens to this show should know at this point Chris Thedder does 99% of our tech. The other 1% is just obtained. So, and I do none of it. This is not me being, I'm not absolving myself of responsibility. You and I have a shared responsibility to get these things out. I don't do it because he knows how, and I don't know how to learn it. In the, so, in the same breath, social media is 99.99999% John. It and is. One percent me putting a message a year saying, "Hey, you should tweet this." <laughs> True. So I'm bad at that, and uh, uh, I don't do social media. Social media is terrible. What are you guys doing with your lives? <laughs> social media is bad. As somebody that has now gone semi-viral twice on Twitter this year, <laughs> with both times weirdly with Chase Claypool critiquing him, um, I'm opening saltines. Um, it's a good feeling. Uh, I I don't um, I don't think that the uh, I I don't think we're we're the crispest group in the world here, but we're doing what we can because it's our jobs. We like it. Also, also not, it's also objectively not our jobs. Also, you might wonder why you can't see John's face, uh, or mine for that matter. You're not going to. Not today. You'll see it next week. Yeah, we'll be back next week. The reason you didn't see it last episode is because of a technical problem. <laughs> there, for some reason, in the recording, my face was gone. Like, it just, it looked like a team talking to no one. You can hear my voice, but you never, you didn't get to see my face. And while many of you would enjoy that, that's why we have an audio pod. So, because I don't blame you. Oh, there's my phone. It's under a napkin. I will put time on that. All right, let's start with another napkin. John Robinson got fired by the Titans. Yeah, more like toilet paper. So uh, we we actually made a comment about him during the draft cycle. Oh, yeah. And it was, um, 
y'all y'all can remember this from from some of the other episodes of ours that you've listened to. But if you haven't listened to them, first of all, welcome. Second of all, what took you so long? And third of all, John Robinson, the night the Eagles cut a trick, cut the deal with the um, with the Tennessee Titans for AJ Brown. John Robinson and Mike Brable took went to the podium and had a conversation with the with the press in which it looked like Mike Vrabel was about ready to kill John Robinson. He did it. With a knife. He got his chance and he did it. Looked, it looked violent. It looked like he was going to have some trouble. And, um, and yeah, that, uh, that, wasn't, um, that wasn't his uh, favorite thing in the world to uh, do. So apparently, a team found a report. I did not know about this. Do you still have the report? Oh, yeah, it's from Dov Kleeman. Doc Clemens, good. That's a good source. What do we got? Mike Vrabel won the power struggle against John Robinson. No shit. Kicked the man out. Stabbed him in the back. Going to hire his replacement. That's good. it. I mean, the Tennessee <laughs> oh, Titans. It all. It all went back to the AJ Brown surprising nobody. <laughs> yeah, AJ Brown absolutely a. a, a, a that I almost said abolish. That wouldn't make any sense. That's, it's, just, it's like if I just started calling peanut butter fuel efficient. These are not adjectives that go together. Um, AJ Brown went atomic. He went nuclear, nuclear against the the Titans this past week. Two touchdowns, hundred something yards, elite level performance from AJ Brown. Shocking, I know. I like having him, and uh, you know the Titans didn't have a prayer, and. <laughs> It's a good time to be a Philadelphia sports fan because obviously the Phillies just went to the World Series. They lost. They just signed the best shortstop in baseball. Yes, I just kowtowed to this so that I could say that Trey Turner is a Philly. Ha, 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 ha. Shut it. Suck it, Dodgers. I don't even think um, baseball's worth watching. Soccer isn't worth watching anymore, but we'll yes. get to that at the end of the episode. Um, It certainly isn't. The Argentina game today was amazing, and it's the what last soccer. And it's the last soccer game I'm watching for the rest of this cycle. Um, but we'll get to that. But but the point is, John Robinson. Everybody's talking about like oh, it's weird he got fired now. I kind of get that. I I agree. It is weird now. But like no time like the pro. What are you doing? To your face. Oh, I guess we're not on camera, so who cares? That's exactly. Uh, what I'm doing. <laughs> just buries my face in this thing of soup. Um, I just, I guess, I just don't. I don't get why now. You're you're winning the division. You're potentially in the playoffs. Why now? Because what did John Robinson won do? The job. He won the struggle. Now, it took this long to win the power struggle. But why not wait? It probably because he took like they just lost to Philly, right? Yep. AJ Brown just went off. Yeah. That's and that's when you go to the owner and see and you go to the owner and be like, see? You you see? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I, I wish we had that guy on our team. Oh wait, we did. <laughs> it is funny how it happened. And then and then you look at Traylon Burks currently sitting on in the corner, either hurt or having asthma. We love the guy. It's not working out. I still think there's something there. I'm not going to like, he's not done in my eyes at all. I find it funny though. Our four receivers were who? In no particular order, Alave, Wilson, Williams, and Burks. Mm -hmm. They're the four best. Williams hasn't played yet. uh, Jameson Williams hasn't played yet. But that's 
the top three are who they are. Drake London has been okay at times. Mm-hmm. They're benching Mariota for Desmond Ritter. And we loved Olave. I loved Olave. We did, I, so we, I remember we put Wilson at one. Yeah. We put Garrett Wilson at one. I think you and I differed on Olave and Williams at two and three. That might have been where it was like a little rocky. I think at one point that we had Burks at like two. I don't think yeah. he ended there. I I like Burke's tape. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it was great tape. So, I don't know. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes these guys just don't have good first seasons. We'll see what happens next season when Malik Willis still isn't the starting quarterback of the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are bad. Well, no, they're not bad. They're just, they got a lot of problems, and the problems they have are bad. They don't have a quarterback in the future. Their own line seems to be a problem. Well, they, they, they drafted a quarterback. <laughs> no, they drafted a quarterback. I said quarterback in the future, not a quarterback. Uh, and after looking at this year's crop of quarterbacks, I would take nine of them over last year's class. I told, to... you, I told you how much I hated the quarterbacks last year. You did. You did. You hated them a lot more than I did. Yeah, I think it's becoming a growing issue where I just don't like the quarterbacks coming out in the NFL anymore. Where does Hendon Hooker fall now after the injury? Uh, the fourth round. Third or fourth, right? Yeah. Because it, yeah. it's it's too much a part of his game. I just looked at Walter Football's rankings, by the way. <laughs> Stetson Bennett's not on it at all. <laughs> all right, Robinson got fired. Let's talk about the 28, act- 28 quarterbacks. Stetson's not on it. Let's talk about the actual elephant in the room. Okay. Stetson Bennett. Is it going to win two national titles? And potentially, potentially. He's going to win two national titles. And he will not play it down in the NFL. Isn't that insane? Isn't that crazy? You know what else is insane? What? That Brock Purdy was gonna be a starting quarterback in a for a playoff team. And that we called it. <laughs> we fucking called it. We fucking called it. And that we hit that shit right between the eyes. <laughs> we had it. It was in 4K, upside down, inside out, backwards, and in a different dimension. We called it. Brock this Bird. is this is this is Jordan Love 2.0. Yeah. We called a shot on a one out of 30, and we nailed it. <laughs> we called a shot. That should have been a shot take. We never had it before. I don't think we ever had a Brock Purdy shot take, but we should have. We clearly should have. We are legends, even if in our only only in our own mind. Anyway, the main crux of today, ladies and gentlemen and all others, we're getting close to the playoffs. We're getting real close to the playoffs. Couldn't and tell What? I said I couldn't tell you. Yeah, honestly. And I don't know why I'm, like, playing physically to the camera. Like, I'm literally, like, angling myself to play to the camera. But, like, uh, you got to go full Sidious like me. All right. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he has <laughs> gone full Emperor Palpatine. Tell me, John. Who's making the playoffs? <laughs> you know, it's funny. The other day I played, Allie's never like watched all of Star Wars and she's not like, she's kind of not down. Oh my God. Can, can I just cut in right here? Go ahead. Okay. One of my friends, a good friend, right? I just mm-hmm. found out today who's going to Disneyland with his daughter has never seen Star Wars. The, the and is ex- like any of them? Any of the only amount of Star Wars he's seen is like three episodes of uh Mandalorian. 
Oh God. <laughs> I cannot wait till he goes to Galaxy's Edge. He's going to have so much fun. <laughs> he's going to enter completely. Is he though? Because he's not going to know anything. He's going to go and okay. We we've been there. Galaxy's Edge is phenomenal. You guys should. It's go gorgeous. There. Yeah, you guys should go. Galaxy's there. Edge. Have you been to Avengers Campus yet? No, that's why we're going in the summer. I can. Can I? I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. Galaxy's Edge, in my opinion, is at least five times better. No, we're going to both. Yeah, of course they're not yeah. far apart, but Galaxy's <laughs> Edge is so good. Well, actually, they are far apart; they're in different parks. But Galaxy's Edge is so well put together, and the Rise of the Resistance ride is the greatest Disney invention ever. It is. It's amazing. <laughs> it's truly amazing. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what I told him. I said, "Skip the Millennium Falcon and just go to Rise." Of I have. I did not go on Smuggler's Run. I just didn't do you it. Don't need to. <laughs> We'll go in the summer because we'll, we're cutting out the entirety of the rest of the park. We're going to go to Galaxy's Edge and Avengers Campus. It should surprise nobody on this podcast. We happen to be nerds as well. You can look at my back bookshelf. Look at that. Look at that. There's statues. There's a fucking Harry Potter wand from Universal Studios. You know what's great? Is what? that you're showing them this on a po- in a video this podcast. It's great. You forgot for a sec, didn't you? Go go to any go to any of our episodes. This has always been. Mine. It's the same background. Yeah. We discussed today. Maybe we start putting our logo in the background and like no shit. <laughs> Seems smart. Anyway, no. So I what was. What were we talking about? So I was telling you, Allie hasn't really watched Star Wars. Not her thing. Well, she's gonna have to if she wants to come with us. <sighs> she probably doesn't want to come with us. She uh, went on. She went on. She was with me when I went though. Oh, okay. She went on Rise of the Resistance, still up to school. She didn't really get, I mean, she kind of got, I think she saw episode seven and she claims she saw the one quote with the guy with the red face, which is Maul. Um, so I was able to figure out, okay, you've seen episode one, which is unfortunate. That's like one of the only ones you've seen. Um, but I played her, I, I got into this frame of mind. Nobody can dispute MT, I don't even think you could be objectively wrong about this. Who is the best movie score writer of all time? Oh. Why are you thinking? Because I really... You're wrong. I really do like the guy that's been doing the Mission Impossible movies and then the Marvel... Get the fuck out of here! I mean, it it should be. (laughs) Like, it should be. Like, we all know who it should be. But I'm kind of, like, really enjoying... (laughs) Who is that? Is that Alan Silvestri? No, it's uh, what's his name? I'll look Mission it up. Impossible score. Yeah. Who does it? Danny Elfman. I really like Danny Elfman. Get fucking real, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Over John Williams. I'm really enjoying Danny Elfman. You are out of your mind. We will. I will. Kick, the show will end. This is this is an indisputable point. That Danny Elfman's a good scoresman. John Williams is a deity. He is an untouchable, omnipotent heir. It's like him. I'm doing hand gestures, everybody. It's him, then a gap, and then like Hans Zimmer, and then a gap, and then whoever the hell else you want to put in there. Sure, Danny Elfman. I guess. This is crazy. Anyway, I was listening. God, that like ruined my week. Um, ruined your week? 
<laughs> Golly. Yeah, the stomach problems and all other things. No, that was the word. No. Anyway, no, the point is, so I was I was listening to some of the Star Wars score on the way to her house the other day. And uh, I, I was listening to uh, Across the Stars, which is a beautiful piece. Um, and um, I said to Allie, I was like, I have to play this for you. And she's like, why? I was like, because you're not going to watch Star Wars and like, I'm going to play you this song. And in my head, I'm going to be like, it is such a damn shame. She's never going to like see it because that it's that good. And I played it where she was like, that's really beautiful. I was like, yeah, I know it is. And I said to her, I was like, if only it wasn't an episode two. And she's like, what does that mean? I was like, you don't have to know what it means. We could forgive episode one. We could not forgive episode two. Who did the Lord of the Rings? I don't know that. Because that is a good score. That might be Zimmer, right? I don't think it is. Could be. Oh, it's Howard Shore. I don't know that name. You know what? Howard Shore deserves to be in the top three. Listen, people think, excuse me, though. Excuse me. What? John Williams has done Star Wars. Okay. In, Indiana, is, in, 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 stop. Listen, excuse me. Indiana Jones. Not that great. Harry Potter. It's great. Jaws. It's not right. Jurassic fucking Park. Yeah, they really ruined that movie. Let me keep going. <laughs> I understand that he didn't do those. I just, I'm just telling you, the, the list goes on. That man will never be passed in like Oscars or Grant. Like he's just, he's a dominant force. For you to first of all, Lord of the Rings is not considered the best score of all time. I don't. I haven't seen that at the top of a list ever. Should be. I I have heard Harry Potter and I have heard Star Wars. As far as the nerd culture things that have been at the top of those lists, then those two. Anyway, this is an end of episode conversation. Let's. Although yeah, we have a different episode, is not going to have this. We have a very different end of episode planned, uh, and we'll provide a warning because it's not a good story. I just want to make that very clear. The end of this episode, after we do game picks, it's it's going to be serious time. Very serious time. Anyway, let's cut to our playoff picks because we're we're getting close to the playoffs. We made a, br- a brief prediction. Can you, good sir, share your screen? I don't know. Because we already did this. He has a lot of commitment. <laughs> like picking Danny Elfman over John Williams. I'm just saying, man, his work is pretty fucking stellar. <laughs> It is in no way better than John Williams. Should we say- actually wait a minute? It's funny you mentioned that. And Teen's currently doing a watch through a family guy. You watched Blue Harvest, right? Yeah, yeah. John Williams in the London Symphony Orchestra, everybody. And then remember and then, they yeah. cut. And then he gets cut- killed. Yeah. It's like, oh great, now we gotta do the rest of this with Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny and he does not do people's court dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I just like when it shows it's like Uncle Owen everyone, <gasps> John Williams <laughs> and they killed John Williams <laughs> anyway alright playoff predictions All right, we're gonna start with I'm gonna watch Rogue One tonight now we're gonna start with the AFC I don't think he did the music in that either we're going to start with, uh, we're not going to go division by division. We're just going to give you the seeds. The wild card, the seventh seed at nine and uh-uh. eight. Uh-uh. Do it the other way. Fuck. 
Let's do it the other way. The number one seed at 14 and three is the Kansas City Chiefs. It's almost like it was known. Like, did anyone doubt this? The number two seed may surprise you at 13 and four. The Cincinnati Bengals. Which is odd because beginning of the year, it looked like the Bengals were getting out crazy flat. And yet we got the Super Bowl winner at 4-13 and and the Super Bowl loser at another chance. (laughs) It kind of feels like the Bengals – doesn't it kind of feel that uh, – what's their head coach's name again? Zach Zach Taylor. Doesn't it feel like – Zach Elson are just winning in spite of Zach Taylor. Yes. Or like they're just they're just here in spite of Zach Taylor. I think Mixon has missed a game or two with a concussion. The O-line is still suspect. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase missed a few weeks. Is it possible Joe Burrow is just actually very good? Yeah. Is like it possible not- that he grew <laughs> he grew another uh what is it called? Appendix. He grew another appendix. It came back, bitches. Maybe one of his offensive linemen gave him their appendix. Uh, number they figured, three. Them, they figured themselves out real well. Number three, we have the 13 and four Buffalo Bills. Bills are weird this year. Bills are, Bills are exactly what I expected this year. Well, one thing you probably didn't expect is that Von Miller was done for the season. No, I kind of expected that. I know. <laughs> and, yeah, he's done. The, initially, the initial reporting was like, eh, a couple weeks. Then they scoped, and he's got more pro- – I think he tore the damn thing. So, okay, you're back where you were last year. I hope you win a coin toss. Now, I have a I have a long-standing belief that Buffalo will never win the Super Bowl. Uh, and it's it's not there's no evidence here. It's basically just the fact that they went to four straight and they didn't win one. So until they win one, I will believe that they will never ever win one. <laughs> this is generations ago. Yeah, but still. <laughs> um, the the Tennessee Titans will be the last division winner, and they will do it at twelve and five. By the way, I'm noticing something with our prediction right now. The Titans and Chiefs go. Divisional undefeated. Yeah. Wow. I remember beginning of the season, everyone was like, oh my God, the AFC West is going to be so good. And now there's only one team in it other than the Chiefs that breaks 500. Yep. (laughs) If you could see a team's face right now, it's not a happy one. I need another beer. I've been drinking a lot of beer recently. I wonder why. Lots of (laughs) beer. And teen has four alcohols. I mean, sure, you can talk. I'm, I'm actually going to get another beer. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, the AFC has been a complete, you know, I mean, I, you can't even call it a dogfight because it's been a a, 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 a a practice in kind of football anemia, right? I mean, they're just not performing. Top to bottom, the AFC has been weirdly disappointing. That division in particular, the AFC West, has been a complete clusterfuck. Dumpster fire of the most epic proportion. It should have been better. But now you have in the fifth spot from the AFC East, Miami Dolphins with a very impressive 12-5. and And 
I think it's funny. About, a, about two months ago, it looked like Tua was like, you know, decapitated. But he, he's still playing, and he's playing pretty damn well. No, you know what this is? And we'll do it in the offseason. This is your textbook case on coaching. Coaching matters. Because Thank you. you have a team that went to the playoffs last year in the Raiders who looked like they were moving the right direction. And then you have the Dolphins who were a complete mess and looked like they needed a new quarterback. And now their records are basically flipped. <laughs> uh, and they both got in new coaches. They bo- And both coaches had 99.99% of the same name. And it's not, and it's completely different. <laughs> the Dolphins are a weird case study. The team has added a lot of pieces. Obviously, you add Tyreek Hill, you're going to be better. But that doesn't turn you from a non-playoff team to a divisional contender. It doesn't make that happen. Coaching, make that happen. Team building, makes that happen. Quarterback play, makes that happen. O-line play, makes that happen. The Dolphins have outperformed what I thought they were capable of this year. Yeah, I I have them at like... Like maybe eight to nine wins this year. Going- I, I I had them at a ten win ceiling. They they to me seemed good, but not great. No, it was like, felt like it was uh, it was a like one year too early to get hyped. Right. Turns out it was one year too early to get hyped by the Pittsburgh Steelers, because in the sixth seed, it is the ten and seven Baltimore Ravens. How about that segue? Uh, um, this is a very important year for you, actually. I'm just going to make it clear. You need to pay Lamar Jackson. Nothing um, else matters. You need to pay Lamar Jackson. And if you don't, and if you tag him, I mean, uh, what, four first-round picks? I'll send them. <laughs> no, you won't. Nor I'm, should you. I'm tired. <laughs> tired been- of what? Life. <laughs> you tired of Derek yet? I'm. I mean, there's days. You were two years late. You're about two years late on where I was on Derek Carr. His numbers lied. Listen, um, it's because of your defense, by the way. It's because of your defense the past five years. That's why his numbers lied. That's why his yards were inflated. You got bad field position the whole fucking time. <laughs> you haven't had good field position in a decade. Yeah. The Raiders haven't had good field position since 2008. It's a sad, sad world. It's a sad, sad world. And do on the, goes the hood. Do the NFC, Chuck. <laughs> do it. Wait, we didn't do seven yet. Okay. The seven seed is the nine and eight. Los Angeles tenants. You know what? This is not happening. I'm sorry. Yeah, we like, picked the Chargers at nine and eight. Like logically, it makes sense, right? But every goddamn year, you hear, "Oh, the Chargers are sneaky. The Chargers are going to do something." Yeah. It's not happening. You know, you know who's going to take this? It's going to be the fucking gangrene Jets. <laughs> That's who's it's, it's take either it. the Jets or the Patriots. Like it, this is a weird spot. It's the Chargers, Jets, and Patriots are all in the same spot, and. 
we had to go off of this whole idea of philosophy. Did we think the Jets were going to make the playoffs? No. It didn't, it didn't hit the ear right. No, it didn't. Do we think the Patriots are going to make the playoffs this year? No. And team doesn't. I said it <laughs> four months ago. Do, does it sound like the, will the Chargers make the playoffs this year? No. One of them's got to. That's the problem. Everything else, look at it. Pittsburgh is running out of wins. They, they they ran out of time. The Raiders have lost too many games. Denver, there's nothing in the AFC South. One of these teams has to make it. It's disgusting. Well, that's the sport. Football sucks. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's got to make it. Yeah. One of them has to make it. And we think in this scenario, we pick the Chargers. They have the they have the path of least resistance compared to the other three. I think it's a way to put it, actually. Before we move on, right, to the NFC, mm-hmm. can we talk about the Chargers? Can we sure. talk about Justin Herbert? Sure. He's being like, I'm a Raider fan, so you know, I should be more happy with this. They are they are ruining this kid, man. This kid so- they're like, what are the, what are they doing? What are they building around this kid? This, this well, coach, this coach was a ginormous mistake. I could have told you that last year. Like Brandon Staley, there is an argument to be made that Brandon Staley could be fired. There's an argument to make. They've been fired last year. Not after was it one year? He wasn't good enough. The he amount of talent the Chargers have on this team is ridiculous. There is a very real. Situate, there's a very real scenario in which Brandon Staley does not make it to next season. In which case, I'm sure Shane Steichen would be like their top choice, my my OC. Um, what I can tell you, where the where to go? Sorry, I'm I'm looking up the Chargers roster to make my point. Go ahead. Okay, um, I'm gonna, I'm going to give you the name, like the brand name players in the Chargers. Go ahead, do it. Nasir Adderley, 25. Keenan Allen, uh. Bryce Callahan's pretty okay. Um, Mike Williams. Austin Eckler. Gerald Bosa. Everett isn't that bad as a tight end. Bosa. Palmer. Derwin James. Zion Derwin. Johnson. Asante, As- Joseph Day. Asante Samuel Jr. Corey Lindsley. Khalil Mack. Kenneth Murray Jr. Like, I mean, Joshua Palmer's even playing well. I said, yeah, I said Palmer earlier. There's no... There's no excuse for this. There's I mean, no you know, you know what this is. Bad coaches. You, you want you want me to tell you, Chargers fans, because I've lived it for 26 years. You're losers. You fucking lose. Okay, and you know what? You want to know why? It's because of your fucking owner. I know it's taken me a long time to figure it out too. <laughs> so sh- can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> Can't relate. I've got the best owner in the league. <laughs> what's what's the coach's goddamn name again? Bradley? Brandon. Brandon? Firebrand. Fire Firebrand fire into the fucking moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I you might want to go hard reboot here. I mean, yeah, Moses hurt, but who gives a shit? JC Jackson was a bust. That that was hilarious to me. No, Rashawn Slater's hurt too. We knew that actually, but I, listen, it can't the the excuse can't always be we're hurt. It can't be always hurt. 
You're always hurt. You the excuse can't always be we're hurt. This is the first season Derwin James isn't hurt. <laughs> like, yeah, which means next year he will be. This was your chance. It is currently time for Justin Herbert to get a contract extension. Mm-hmm. It is time. Justin, look at me. Right. New Orleans will take so much, much better care for you. <laughs> again. It's, it's it's written in the stars. And Gene, again, I will remind you, this is a non-visual podcast. <laughs> I am, like, out of my fucking mind right I now. I will again remind you that this episode is not visual. This is what happened. Because of the soup happened. I'm about to drink. This is what happened after the game I was forced to watch last night. <laughs> I have reached a new level. No, you know what? No, I didn't reach it. I fell to it. I have fallen. <laughs> and I can't get up. Uh, Denver, don't hard reboot. This is where you belong. Uh, stay then. Stay down there. Uh, but Chargers, I would give Herbert an ex- a contract. And if he wants more, I would tell him thank you for your years of service and move on. Next sure. week on yeah. Monday. Yeah, when we shoot our next episode, I'm gonna I'm like locking us into this topic right now. I want to do like a diet breakdown of the Broncos because it might be our most challenging cap manipulation practice, our our most challenging cap manipulation um, exercise we've ever done, and we've done many of them. No, I don't. I don't think we should do. You want to know why? Because you want to know what my advice would be. What? You can't. I would just you won't be able to field a team. That's fine. You're not you fielding a team. No, right no. you can't field players. You'd be at zero players. <laughs> you can start over. He would take up half the cap if you cut him. Start over. $106 million him, dollars in Jets. dead cap. Trade him to the Jets. Look what they've done to Mike White. Trade him to the Jets. They won't take it. There's no reason. God, I, I I am so lucky. The Eagles are so lucky every day that Russell Wilson didn't have us on his list. So lucky. I told you he wasn't going to be good. I didn't think you didn't think it was going to be fucking this. Stop it. That's true. I didn't think it'd be this. Nobody thought it was this. I told you he wasn't going to be good. No, no, no. There's not good. And then there's Ken Dorsey. Like, this is not, you know, we're not talking about the same thing. This is basically, he's no better than like McLeod Bethel Thompson. It's bad. Bruce Gradkowski. Like, this is a bad quarterback. Hey, I like Bruce Gradkowski. <laughs> but he was bad. He was a bad player of team. He was bad at the sport. Very bad at the sport. Very, very bad. Oh, yeah, the Raiders just cut a starting guard for some fucking reason. He wasn't reason. a starter. No, he wasn't a starter. You said guy. John Simpson was a starting guard. He started last year, but he's a backup this year. Oh. All right. How many dra- – wait a minute. How many draft picks are left from Gruden? One. Just Jacobs? Amik Robertson. Oh, you're talking about for that year or in general? Ever. <laughs> uh, Jacobs. Amik Jacobs Robertson. and Crosby. Uh, Crosby. And wasn't Colton Colton Miller was also Gruden? Yeah, he was. Um, Yeah. Hunter. That's, Hunter that, Renfro. Oh, God. Cleveland. Cleveland's still there, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He hasn't been cut yet. Jonathan Abram was claimed to be cut again, wasn't he? He was claimed and cut again. And I think yeah. he's not on Green Bay anymore. He's on some other team. Did somebody else claim him? He was claimed again, I think. Oh, okay. 
quality special teamer. Anyways, what were we talking about? NFC. So with the NFC, we will start at the top, the tippity top, and it flies high, John. It flies very high. The Eagles are the number one team in the NFC at 15 and 2. You have to share the screen with me. No, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> the Eagles are 15 and 2. John is living the high life. I don't live vicariously. <laughs> I refuse to live vicariously, John. I mean, you don't have to. That's your own problem. That is your own sadness. You are a factory of sadness. At number two, and the Eagles' primary competitor in the NFC, what a fucking joke. You are not Minnesota kidding. Minnesota Vikings are 15-2. and two. How did this happen? I mean, I called this, but I didn't call it like this. I, I just said playoffs. I didn't say 15-2. and two. Uh, At number three, it is a team. Who's on their third quarterback? The San Francisco 49ers at 12 and 5. We are the Messiahs. Let's talk about Brock Purdy. Let's talk about Brock Purdy. Why not? Uh what what was what was our like our tagline for, for his draft? It was like the best backup quarterback in the NFL. I think that was what it was. Probably, yeah. yeah. We loved Brock Purdy. We loved the tools he had. And apparently we believe enough to make him the third seed in the yeah. NFL. The Niners also seem to believe enough because they apparently did not put in a claim for Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Who, by the way, was cut and is now a ramp in case you missed him. Oh, yeah, in case you missed it. And then he came back by down 13 against the Raiders with, like, no prep time. You need to fire Josh McDaniels. Just saying. If team is frozen, but not actually. Damn, I thought I was hoping you wouldn't notice. <laughs> I'm not that stupid. <laughs> it was good. It was good though, right? <laughs> it was it wasn't bad, but I, I know when you move. I've okay. known you long enough to know when you move. And number four, the ever disappointing Tampa Bay Buccaneers at eight and nine. Get divorced, lose a marriage, lose the kids, still win the division, eight and nine. The fifth seed is the Dallas Cowboys at 12 and 5. The sixth seed, the Seattle Seahawks at 11 and 6, will be re signing Geno Smith to a three year, $25 million contract. If I get that right, I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> yeah, it, it, there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of uncertainty in this NFC. A lot of uncertainty in this NFL. I gotta go back to Brock Purdy for a second. <laughs> I just I'm like longing for like more Brock Purdy because the Niners locker room apparently is a nickname for him. Oh, I thought we weren't. I thought we weren't going to talk about this. I don't care. Okay, they're calling him Big Cock Brock. Lit. <laughs> awesome. That's great. I already told John this. I think his nickname should have been the Purdy Boy. Yeah, this, this is better. Nah, this is Purdy Boy. <laughs> the <laughs> fact that Mac Jones hasn't assumed Mac Daddy yet tells me that nobody cares about good nicknames. Well, he doesn't play Mac. He doesn't play like a Mac Daddy. That's why he hasn't assumed it. He's had a couple. I, I'm not going to listen to this not and this Mac Jones slander because he's playing fucking fine. No, like he's not bad. He's not good. He's not particularly good, but he's fucking fine. Like, what are we 
Sorry, he's not Brady like year two. That's I mean, no, it's just he's not better than any of them. <laughs> year two. Any of who? He's like he's very much so like the he's just so Andy Dalton. Is it possible <laughs> an offense where the best receiver on it is Jacoby fucking Myers might not have facilitated him with the best weapons? It's just he's so aggressively Andy Dalton. <laughs> but there's nothing to throw to. So- and as and as you said it at the beginning of the year, an offensive staff of Matt Patricia and Joe Judge isn't exactly conducive to success. Oh yeah, it should be thrown away, fired to the moon. My point, my my point is potentially Mac Jones isn't the biggest problem. But let's go back to the NFC. What team are you on? I'm sorry. Uh, the Washington Commanders wraps up the end with the seventh seed going 10, 6, and 1. We really yeah, so wanted to put 9, 6, and 2. Really, really wanted. We did. We kind of <laughs> did because Canadas and Giants are weirdly even. So, like, why can't they tie again? Uh, I, I, listen, I, I don't I, – I look at the NFC and I see no threat. I'm going to be completely honest with you. There really isn't any there. There's no threat. I, I listen. I look at the apparently there's some like statistical analysis. Barstool did it. I don't. I don't listen to. I don't watch a whole lot of Barstool. Listen to a lot of Barstool. I don't read a whole lot of bar, Barstool. There's not a lot going on with my affini- uh, affiliation with Barstool. I have no interest. But they wrote they they wrote something that popped up in my Twitter algorithm the other day. That which, by the way, Elon, if you send me one more fucking Fox News thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna storm t- t- I'm gonna storm Twitter headquarters myself. <laughs> Stop! You're rigging the algorithm. Clearly, just cut the shit. Um, I I do not. I I, I saw the story. And what the story basically said was that the Vikings are the worst ten and two team ever. Now, possible. But I don't think you can be the worst at anything when Justin Jefferson is that good. Because he he is that good. Is he claimed the number one wide receiver in the NFL yet? Has he claimed it? Like has has the position been his now? Is 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 he the number one wide receiver in the NFL? It's tough to argue against it. I'm getting I mean, it's getting harder to argue against. I'm still of the opinion I think the more naturally talented is Nuke, but it can't be. It, at this point, it can't be Nuke. So, I mean, who else is there, really? Like, I think he's in a class of his own right now. Mm-hmm. I really do. Who else competes with him? Is there anybody? Cooper Cup? Maybe he's hurt, not but not that well, he's hurt. I, no, he's that good. There was a TikTok I saw, by the way. Somebody named like fifty wide receivers they would take over Gabe Davis. And weirdly enough, I couldn't really argue 45 of them. Like, there's a lot of good receivers in the NFL right now. Gabe Davis, a good receiver. Every single year, we get four first-rounders. Yeah, we're getting very good wideouts in the NFL right now. Stephon Diggs is a top, like, he's probably number two right now. I mean, just look at at the noise coming out in the draft right now. This wide receiver draft looks incredible. The NFL is not impressed. No. They're not impressed at all. Yeah, it looks incredible. And that's just Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's more of them. They just do not care about the wide receivers. No. Time. Don't give a shit. They're going to fall further this year. I mean, they're going to, so I think the, the Ohio State guys are going to be top 10. I'm going to pray to the ends of the earth. You'll probably Martin, get one of them. 
then Marvin Harrison falls to me. <laughs> That's not who you're getting. Oh, uh, am I getting? Uh, you may get Jackson. Am I getting? Uh, I'm sorry, Najigma. I don't. I always it N N J I G A. I think. I don't think he's going to end up a first rounder because he's been hurt this year. He is absolutely going to hit a first rounder. He's not currently believed to be a first rounder. I I I am at at the cur- at my current position of evaluating the draft. I would bet a kidney. That's I. You'd be foolish to not do it. That you'd be an idiot. It would have to be something bad off field. I don't think there's a threat that he doesn't make it. He's going to be in the first round, especially after George Pickens falling and clearly being more talented than where he was picked. I'm very confident that they won't, the league's not going to make that mistake twice. So, because if Pickens were with a good offense right now, he'd probably be making like Chris Alave level waves. Yeah. But, the Steelers are rebuilding, so he's part of a rebuilding effort. He's still playing quite well, but the Steelers are in the middle of a rebuild. They need to rebuild. By the way, O-line. Don't think about the running back, O-line. I understand Najee doesn't look that good. O-line, 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 for the love of God, O-line. Um, I'm I'm not overly back – to, back to the NFC – I'm not that scared of Justin Jefferson as an Eagles fan. That said, the man can take over a game whenever he damn well feels like it. I just know that Kirk Cousins, are you playing off shot takes? I just know that Kirk Cousins can't pull from can't pull from Darius Slay. He's not gonna pull stats out of Darius Slay. He's just not gonna do that. Um yeah. I don't I don't know. I, I just don't know. What did you just mark us as a no? Uh you said that Steelers would win the division. I said they wouldn't. Uh they're not going to win the division. Yeah, I was wrong on that one. Eight games or less. That's very possible for the Browns. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. Yeah, you're drinking on that one, my friend. You still owe drinks for twenty twenty one. I owe a lot of drinks. Yeah, you owe so many drinks. I owe so I owe like 30 shots. I had my shots. I had four drunk episodes. <laughs> you did. You did. I still have to drink. Have you been sacked more than 40 times yet? Possibly. Yeah. I might have been wrong on Russ. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't think the Giants one's happening either. Anyway. That happened, actually. Washington hit. <laughs> That's not a guarantee yet. Philly winning division is not a guarantee yet. I feel like I've been the biggest Eagle naysayer, even though like they're my team. Anyway. Yeah, that's where we're that's where we're sitting right now. We're we're doing pretty well the shot takes this year, actually. We actually are. We're not doing too poorly. We're reviewing them right now. Swift is not gonna end the year as a top three. That's a red. Chicago very well might be the number two pick, but you got to make Seattle not wait. Seattle could be the number one pick if Denver falls apart further. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we might be right on a technicality. <laughs> we could be right on a technicality. That's funny. Rams don't win the NFC. We're right. Cardinals. We can't know that one yet. Uh, I think the Andrews one is wrong. I think Travis Kelsey is like a stranglehold on top fantasy tight end. 
I don't think he is possible. I don't think it's possible to be past him. Um, I think Damian Pierce has already crossed that, right? Okay. Anyway, shall we move on to game picks? Yes. Let's do that. That just hit on my table. All right. Yes, let's move on to game picks. Oh, I'll open it. Uh, Ready? Yep. All right. Last week, Ebtine has gained one game on me. He is currently down seven. I am have a, I have a record of 92, 65, and two. Ebtine has a record of 85, 72, and two. All right. Ebtine as, wins the week. As we did last time. Uh, you will say your choice before I say my choice. <laughs> That's fine, even though you wrote your choice in number one already. Yeah, because I'm not changing that. <laughs> I am going to pick Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings at Detroit Lions. We're both going to go with Minnesota. Yes. Yes, if you're, currently lead, if you're currently leading, you have to say your choice first. The Baltimore Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Lamar Jackson likely will not play. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do we're gonna add another wrinkle to this. Okay. You have two games that you can just outright tell me you want to pick first, and no matter what you pick, I have to pick the other one. Twice. Really? You get two options at that. Okay. 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 You know what? No. One. There's too many bad teams. You get okay. one shot at that. You okay. get one. There's like six bad. You're going to pick Dallas. I know. No, so, I've actually already decided. It's uh, pretty bad that you're not going to pick Dallas. It's pretty stupid. Dallas. Anyway. Who's Dallas playing? Okay. It's like Houston, you idiot. <laughs> you picking Dallas? I pick Dallas. <laughs> I wonder why. All right. I'm locked into Houston. All right. Ravens and Steelers. Um, I am... So, Lamar Jackson's not playing this week. Yeah. Fuck it. Pittsburgh. You're going to go with Pittsburgh. Who's their back quarterback? I remember I liked him. Huntley. Tyler Huntley. Don't remember liking him that much. (laughs) (laughs) Not bad. He may get a starting – he might get a shot next year. Somewhere. Not in Baltimore. You you put Pitt as (laughs) P-I-T-T. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm also going Pittsburgh. And it's really because without Lamar Jackson, I don't really see a way they win this game. Like at all. <laughs> hence, hence why I picked Pittsburgh. Yeah. Browns at Bengals. Ohio versus Ohio. No one wants to be there. Bengals. I, agree. <laughs> I gotta make sense of that. What the hell? Ben? Sin. And Jets approved the Bengals, Ben. Jets at Bills. The New York Jets are. I'm picking the Bills. So disgusting, but the way they keep on winning football games. I'm picking the Bills. I, I, I will not join the Mike White tribe. By the way, I think we should bring this up. The Game Awards was last night on Thursday. Uh, and on the Game Awards, Zach Wilson won a Steam Deck. How do we know that, John? No, he didn't. <laughs> How did we know? So there was a meme going around. They were they were like showing a sweepstakes winners as they were like winning, and one of the sweepstakes winners was somebody with the name Milf Hunter, M I L F Hunter. Uh, y'all know what Milf means. 
And we're not going to go into that, but because the team just went off script and I'm surprised that we're talking about this, <laughs> but I'm very surprised. But, um, but <laughs> why did you mention this? <laughs> that was such a long walk for a short <laughs> drink of water. <laughs> Golly. Anyway, yeah, somebody named Milf Hunter won a Steam Deck. An idiot won a bad console. Congratulations. The Houston Texans will play the Dallas Cowboys. John, tell me, why do you think Houston will win this game? Because I, I want your st- opinion. Because I gave him Tina stupid volleyball. No, 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 no. I want your, like, how is Houston going to win? You want this? me to pitch it like I actually would pick them? It. I want you to pitch it like you actually believe Houston will win this game. I've heard recently that there are going to be, that, that, that the turf monster has targeted Dak Prescott's quads <laughs> only. And uh, I have it. And I have, I have, I, uh, I can't even possibly. This you know, is not... Cooper Rush could probably still win this game. <laughs> Cooper Rush's unborn child. Like any, anyone could win this game. You, anyone can win this game. The Philadelphia Eagles play the New York. Why Jets. is Davis Mills starting again? By the way, why did he get benched and why is he back in? Like what? I don't know why. <laughs> why did you bench him only to, for, for a week? That was weird. Maybe, maybe uh, Lovey Smith had a had a nightmare that. He would actually Davis Mills would actually win the game last week if he played, so he benched him just. So to, he benched him, yeah, just to make sure. Doesn't make any damn sense. Eagles, Eagles and Giants. I'm picking Philly. You're picking Philly. I'm picking the Giants to win this game. I'm picking oh, Philly. I'm not actually doing that. Come on. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm, pick, I'm picking Philly mainly off of the. I mean, say I mean I was dead wrong. They shut down Derrick Henry, um, and they didn't even need Jordan Davis was back, but he only played like six snaps. Mm-hmm. So. He, he it wasn't even on that. We just played well. Mm-hmm. And what's funny, the score was lopsided. We've been by 20 something. We had a million penalties the other day. Our O line, false start this, holding that, illegal formation this, ineligible downfield that, like constantly. It was nauseating to witness. If we had played well, we would have dominated them to a almost illegal degree. Um, Gardner Minshew saw snaps in this game because it got so out of hand. So, um, so did Malik Willis, actually. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't, um, the Titans are a decent football team. They're not a bad team and we made them look like a bad team. So, uh, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with that. Jaguars at Titans, speaking of, again, I, I said it before, I'll say it again. The Titans are not a bad football team. The Jags are a little early to the party. I'm going to pick the Titans. I'm also going to go with Tennessee. Chiefs at Broncos. I think everyone knows who's going to win this football game. I think we're both picking Kansas City, I assume. Yep. Yeah. If the Broncos don't win, it's funny. My Bronco buddy was good, Gare. He uh, he hit me with a he hit me with a bet that he thought the Broncos were going to beat the Panthers. Or no, he hit me with a bet that the Broncos are not going to lose any more games the rest of the season. And then they lost a game the week before the Panthers. I forget who they played. Probably the Raiders. I won the bet. And then he hit me with a, man, the team's terrible. They'll probably beat the Panthers, and then they'll lose out. And then they lost the Panthers. I texted him again. I was like, yo. He's like, I don't know anymore. (laughs) It's, It's that bad. They're that bad. They're that bad. The quarterback's bad. The coach is bad. Everything about the Denver Broncos is bad. Nathaniel Hackett will be one and done. God, I wish. Congratulations on being a first year owner, though. First I wish I could say the same about my first owner. Year owner of Denver. Oh, golly. One and done. 
Panthers at Seahawks. I'm going to go with Seattle. I know John will also go with Seattle. <laughs> I will. I will go with Seattle. Uh, Bucks, Bucks at Niners. All right, John. It's the birdie hour. Yeah, I'm making a very confident San Fran pick here. You are? Wow, okay. Yeah, I am going to pick San Fran. Here's the problem. I could be wrong because Brady is Brady, but he won last week because of weird shit. What? Officiating. Shocking. I think Ben Roethlisberger was recently on a podcast or something. Oh, I saw that too. I saw that on TikTok the other day. And he was like, uh, the podcast was asking about uh, Jesse James. The Jesse James not touchdown. Oh, yeah. And uh, in 2017, and he said to him, they, they asked him, was like, yeah, what, what do you think about that catch? He's like, oh, who, who was that against? Patriots? Huh. Surprise, surprise. wonder why that happened. <laughs> wonder why that didn't count. Well, I, can't, I can't imagine why it didn't count. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows Brady gets gets preferential treatment. We all know. Nobody's, nobody's like, pretending anymore. It's very obvious. Uh, Mark Ingram needed half a yard, and then Saints would have won that football game. He didn't get it. And he wasn't contacted. He just ran out of bounds. Now, why he was, did he just run out of bounds? Why did he? Yeah, he should have stayed in bounds. He was hurt. He was playing hurt. I don't know why. Maybe he thought he got it. I, I, but just stayed in bounds. It don't look good. It just all I'm saying. It does. It it don't look good. Uh, I'm gonna go I with know, Tampa Bay. You know. All right, go ahead. I mean, it, it, Tampa could easily win this game. I'm picking San Fran because of Brock. Miami at. The Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, this one's weirdly easy. Um, I, I'm going to pick the Dolphins. The Chargers are having an historically bad run defense season. And you cannot be this bad at stopping the run and expect to make it to the playoffs, let alone go far in it. And yet they're going to make the playoffs if you listen to us. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I don't um, – the Dolphins don't – like they don't have a massively strong rushing attack. But they're competent, and that seems to be good enough to destroy the Chargers. Yeah, so, I mean the Raiders beat the Chargers. Now, Josh Jacobs is trying to make himself fifty million dollars a year, which he's not going to get. But, and by the way, I would still. If Teen has pitched it to me a few times this year, Josh Jacobs would be lethal in Philadelphia. New times, How um, about every fucking week. <laughs> Josh Jacobs would be utterly lethal in the city of Philadelphia, playing behind my O line. It would be. He would win an MVP behind yes. my O line. Yes, um, he. I don't want to do it. You're, I don't care. I just there's no running back in my eyes worth paying ten million a year. I don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. Uh, I, I'm also gonna go with Miami again. Charges you are losers. Patriots at Cardinals. This is a tough game, honestly. <laughs> you know what? I'll I'll change my mind on that. Actually, okay. If I'm gonna pay any running back this off season over ten million dollars. It should be Saquon Barkley or nobody else. Imagine Saquon behind my life. <laughs> I'd end the league. I'd end the league. You're not going to lose a game. <laughs> if Teen's covering his face because he knows it'd be Armageddon, I'd end the league. It, it would end the league. I would make Josh Jacobs look like a scrub. All right, time time to channel my inner Belichick for this prediction. Patriots at Cardinals. I, I, Oz does not like that. Oz does not like this. Holy crap. Oz is attacking your team. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to pick the Patriots. 
I'm also big <laughs> New England. He's doing lightning hands to the dog. <laughs> Again, this is an audio-only podcast. And I'm giving you valid commentary. <laughs> Guys, that is the show. Um, now, there's one more thing I want to discuss briefly. And if you, you, I welcome you to stay to listen to it. I'm not going to make you stay to listen to it. We're going to skip uh, objectively wrong stuff this week because there's something more serious to discuss. Uh, it's maybe an additional five, six, seven minutes max. Um, if you don't want to hear about, we're going to talk about Grant Wall. Grant Wall was a journalist uh, from Sports Illustrated who was at the World Cup and uh, about an hour or two ago it was confirmed that he uh, he's passed away. We're going to discuss a little bit of that and what we think it might mean. Keep in mind, a lot of what we're going to say is conjecture. So if if you don't want to hear conjecture about Grant Wall's uh, very untimely passing, then thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. If you would like to stay on and listen, I welcome you to do that. I'm going to give five seconds of dead air here. Um to allow for Chris to edit that a little bit. Um, let's maybe keep the outro song out of the show this week because it doesn't make any sense, right? Um, or you could put it right here if you want to. Um, but I'm going to give five seconds of dead air. And then, uh, so yeah, if you want to stick around, wait five seconds. All right. Um, so for those that don't know, Grant Wall is a, a, a journalist with uh, or was a journalist with Sports Illustrated, soccer journalist. He was at the World Cup in Qatar. And it was announced in the past couple of hours that he he's dead. He's he's passed away. Grant Wall, about a week or two ago. Put a selfie on Twitter. And in the picture, first of all, there's no real announcement of why he's why he passed away. It doesn't seem to be a cause of death. There seemed to be a rumor going around that there it was a cardiac episode. It does seem to be going around. Um, and traditionally, we're pretty quiet about things like this. But if there is any suspicion of foul play there needs to be repercussions um i'm just gonna vocally say it i'm and dean i don't i'm not gonna try to convince anybody to do this or not i'm done with the world cup i will not watch another second of it for the remainder of this cycle i will not watch another second of the world cup um i had been watching it pretty consistently but i'm i'm done I, I will not watch it again. It was already kind of it was already kind of dirty. Qatar should not have had it. And they Grant Wall was writing reports, was doing stories about covering some of the the issues with putting on the Qatar World Cup. And about a week or two ago, he showed up to uh, one of the matches wearing a rainbow pride uh, t-shirt. And was refused entry to the venue. 
Grant Wall's brother is um, a member of the LGBTQ community. Partially why he was wearing the shirt. I don't know how Grant Wall died tonight. I, I don't know. You don't know. Nobody knows. But we do know that he is gone. And this is becoming a pattern of not just crimes against people that support the LGBTQ community or people of that community, but of members of the press actually covering things and being persecuted or worse, killed for doing so. I, I'm going to make no qualms about it on this show. And Ebtine, I know you feel this way. I'm, you don't need to speak on it. I know Ebtine shares this. Um, we are strong, strong advocates for the LGBTQ community. There, There is no place for any anti-LGBTQ behavior in this show, in any show, in this world. Per no. If you are against it, I don't even want you listening to this show. Straight up. I do not want you in my audience. I do not want you here. You are not welcome if you are bringing hate to this show. Not going to happen. Um, so that's, I want to make sure we're blatantly black and white, um, that that's the way this show is. And I know, Teen, I know you agree with me on that. The second thing is that at no point on this show are we going to, question valid sources valid sources are valid sources if they're reporting on reporting if they're reporting on things that are actually happening they deserve to be heard certain countries don't feel that way and it is odd that grant wall is no longer here because he was apparently admitted to a hospital a few days ago, was told he, quote, probably had bronchitis, was given some antibiotic treatment and some, according to him, really heavy-duty cough syrup. Um, Grant Wall tweeted like seven hours ago about the Netherlands-Argentina soccer game this morning, and he's not here anymore. I can't imagine why. So CBS News is reporting that it was a heart attack. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to do any of your own research uh, on... Please do. Any of the... Uh, basically how Qatar built their stadiums with migrant workers. And how they've only said there's reportedly only like three deaths. There's not. There's uh, thousands. Thousands. Uh, when they send the, the bodies back to their families, they always say that it was a cardiac episode that killed them. Just saying that there's a, there's a pretty large pattern here. I don't want to make any sweeping accusations, but I, I agree with him, team. You know, th this, and, and it gets to the point where I'm, we're, we're also living in a and, and I want to make sure we touch on this too, because Brittany Griner was just released back to the United States yesterday. 
So now we have two situate two massive, massive international relations stories happening at once, where one side is somehow finding a way to be upset that Brittany Griner is coming home, even while the family of Mr. Whelan is happy that she's coming home. So I don't understand the stupidity that some people have right now. I will not entertain it anymore. I've sent a couple of tweets. Occasionally I get in trouble on there. I I'm you're wait you're wasting my time. And I'm not gonna waste my time with you idiots anymore. If you are one of those, if you if you are against Brittany Griner being released, or if you are against the LGBT community in any capacity, if you're any level of bigoted, at this point, straight up, if you're voting for Trump, don't listen to the show. Like at this point, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I, I got no time for you. I have no time. I have no time anymore. None. No time. None. I don't want to talk to you about sports. Don't care. Do not care. I, I don't want to hear it because you you make it clear to me that you have values that are just bananas out of their mind. Like you're just not even thinking. How evil can somebody be? It's it's disgusting. It is disgusting at times. It really is. I, I have no time for this anymore. I'm exhausted. Grant Wall is dead. Brittany Griner is free, fortunately. And the discussion that was being had on Twitter tonight when Grant Wall passed away, I saw somebody immediately say, Joe Biden's not going to do anything because he wasn't a, a, a lesbian black athlete that hates America. Fuck you. How about that? Fuck you. <laughs> How about that? How about go fuck yourself? That's all I've got for you at this point. You're a bad person. Congratulations. You're a bad person. Somebody is dead, and that's what you fucking say? All right. Sure. You're trash. You're trash. That is that is how angry at this point I've gotten with so many stupid people. You can't do it at this point. It, it's the same person every time. It's somebody that thinks InfoWars is news. Every fucking time. Someone thinks Marjorie Taylor Greene is a legitimate politician. Somebody thinks Lauren Boebert isn't completely stupid. Somebody thinks Ted Cruz is suave. And cares about his family. Somebody thinks Elon Musk is a genius. He isn't. I'm just not, I I can't get there anymore. So I'm not going to waste my time with those, with with, with that, with that group of people. It's, it's too challenging because of the wrong reasons. I'm all for having debate. But that's no longer debate. It's just it's pointless. It, it's it's a waste of my time. It's a waste of everybody's time. Some somebody somewhere tonight on Twitter, and I'm not gonna start outing screen names. They'll they've outed themselves. It's fine. It's public. I decided to make Grant Wall's mis- very mysterious, very untimely death about Brittany fucking Griner, who thank God is home and alive. After 10 months of detainment by the Russian government. 
And the only thing I hear quoted is, well, did you know that guy's name was the Merchant of Death? Yeah, I also heard the word Benghazi 50 fucking times. Point to Libya on a map, you morons. If Benghazi was called Muck Duck, nobody would fucking care. Because it doesn't sound scary. It's all fucking optics. These people are one-track-minded. Actually think for a minute. For a minute. I don't know why I'm looking at the camera. You can't see me. <laughs> you you can, indeed, but no one else can. So I just wanted to make sure we discussed this and made it abundantly clear. There is no place for that hatred in this show. There is no place for that hatred in our community. It will never come to pass. I don't block people on Twitter, but if it ever shows up in our Twitter feed, insta-block. Insta-block. One, no warning system. One strike system, you are done. I don't care if it tanks or reviews. I don't give a shit. That will never be what this is about. We will not sell ourselves to the devil here. Won't ever happen. So, um, rest in peace, Grant Wall. I, I can't believe that happened. Um, and I said this to MT, I think I said this to you when we were on the phone before the show. We, we should probably just stop sending journalists there because it's becoming a problem. We really should. The, America, the United States should probably stop sending journalists to those regions because it, it's becoming an issue of citizen security, clearly. I just, I know we need to report on things, but at what point is the end not justifying it? We're dying. People are, di journalists are dying. I just, it doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's disgusting, really. It, it is. Um, so, yeah, I, um, I don't know. I guess I'm out of words. I guess I'm out of words on that subject. I'm sorry we had to make a fun podcast end with this. That's why I gave the disclaimer before, because if you want to remain departed from it, fine. But um, everybody is discussing the Grant Wall thing, and I wanted to make sure we we touched on it as well. So you got anything up to you? No. Have a good night, guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you next week.